0: Hey, Assembly family, we're so excited that you chose to join us for worship this morning. If you're with us every week, or if this is your first time ever joining us for online worship, we are so excited to have you here. Would you take just a moment and fill out the Connect card that our online service host has dropped in the chat? We like to make giving incredibly easy here at the Assembly. You have three ways to give. You can give online at theassemblyflorence.org. You can navigate to the top right hand corner if you're on a desktop and click on the Give Now button. If you're on a mobile device, tablet, or smartphone, you can click on the three lines for the menu, click the Give Now button. Both of those Give Now buttons are going to navigate you to our online giving platform. You can also give via text message. If you text the number 77977 with a message that says S see assembly give all one word you'll receive a link to our online giving platform you can also give via mail by mailing either a check or money order to the assembly 2925 west palmetto street florence south carolina 29501 again thank you for giving to the assembly thank you for joining us and we hope that the rest of this service blesses and encourages you hey assembly family i want to take just a quick moment to invite you to be a part of an exciting new time here at the assembly our broadcast ministry is exploding we are online on facebook and youtube every week on sunday and we are on facebook every wednesday we want to invite you to join our team and join this ministry of the assembly we're looking for production directors We're looking for camera operators, we're looking for lyric presenters, and we're looking for online chat hosts. These are all areas that we can train you and teach you every aspect of the job. You do not need any prior experience. So if you're interested in any of these opportunities, please send an email to info at assemblyflorence.org. Again, that is info at assemblyflorence.org. We look forward to having you partner with this ministry to reach thousands of people every week for the kingdom of God. Thank you and God bless.
1: Lord, I thank you for your patience. Glory be to God. I feel like going into the message right now, but I'm going to take about five minutes to do something. We, last year, uh, if our checks are right, we invested about $26,000. Our church, in the middle of the pandemic, we invested about $26,000 in missions. Almost all of it, or close to most of it, was either national or international. based on what we see happening in our own country over the last three years. I believe as our leading shepherd that there needs to be for every church in America who has, with God's blessing and God's direction, been blessing a lot of causes overseas, have been giving millions and billions of dollars to missions overseas. It has become time for us to invest as much regionally and locally. I'm not sure how God is going to work that out because there are two ways that happen either we keep doing what we're doing on an international level and God opens the door and blesses every one of you so that we don't have to take anything away internationally and nationally but we are now able to add regional and local to it and instead of putting twenty six thousand dollars into Our international missions we will have forty or fifty thousand dollars in missions this year and next year and be able to do as much nationally uh, regionally and and locally as we've done nationally and internationally I will be praying our executive pastor pastor Ron is going to be praying All of the leaders are praying intentionally that God will open doors of blessing for every one of us so that we can invest in kingdom, continue to invest in kingdom. I commend you. I commend you for your giving. I commend you for obeying God. But as I've said, it is time we do something regionally and locally. Today, I wanna to have uh, one of our up and coming ministers, Minister Daniel McCulloch, tell you just for a few minutes about what we will be launching, has already been piloted actually, locally, something called Joseph's stable. And that is our local push, our local investment. This is gonna be our local commitment along with supporting the manor house, supporting uh, the community action of Florence. This will be ours launching from this church into our community. And uh, I am very excited about that. Just before I preach, I'd like to call uh, Mr. Daniel up and have him tell us just for about uh, five minutes what God has been directing him to do and how success has been meeting in and how interesting it has been for us to step into a local community uh, help that has been so successful in blessing us and you can support it too. Daniel, would you come up? Give God a hand as Mr. Daniel comes up. Get your mic get them and uh i want you if you can come come right up on stage with the mic so that the folks not just in our church but on the airways can actually see and hear you
2: go right ahead i'm excited about this opportunity this is a long time coming uh But as I reflect on the song that we just heard, may his favor be upon you for a thousand generations and your family and your children. I I started to realize that if you want that kind of favor on your life, then you're going to have to do a little more than be average. You you understand? And, and, And as I reflect on this week, my birthday last week, 43 years old. Thank God I didn't think I'd see 35 or 30 the life I was living. And, and as I became the uh, three quarters in a row, number one supervisor out of, out of seven on my job, I, I realized that God's favor is on my life. But this here is something different. Uh, at the beginning of the year, there's two things that God told me that I remember. Number one, he said, uh, live this year as if it's your last. My God. My God, mm. he, he told me that. And he also told me that this year my abundance shall start to overflow into the lives of those around me. Mm. You, you can grab hold of that if you want, but here is an opportunity for you to give bountifully outside of your normal giving. Um, I'm excited because this is the launching of something that's already in progress. You know, a year ago before the pandemic, Pastor and I discussed the uh, opportunity, the chance to start something uh, right here locally. The pandemic took over and we kind of uh, sat it down. But God said, go forward. Don't, don't worry about funding. Don't worry about finances. I, I'll take care of it. And so thus far, he has already started to bless this ministry. There, there's those of you in here, you know who you are. I don't want to sing it out who have already started to sow into this organization and some of you guys have even sold more than once and i thank god but a little bit about the history of this organization um, our pa- assistant pastors don't realize this but when we had a leadership class about a year and a half ago the denims handed a book to me that's about something similar to assignment based or agenda-led, so something basically saying that you can either have a you can either have an agenda, or you can focus on your assignment. And in that book, it talked about taking care of those close to you. the, the average organization or church, we focus outside of the four walls, but we don't focus on those right here in Jerusalem. Acts 1 and 8 says but ye receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and ye will be witness in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth well this is Jerusalem and we got a responsibility to take care of Jerusalem come on we got a responsibility and uh Joseph Table's ministry is founded because if you know anything about Joseph he fed his own brothers sold him into slavery from his table. And he also fed Egypt from his table. My God. And so God has birthed this ministry in me. It's an opportunity for us to feed those around us. I've already started to connect with organizations in this community such as CMG Community Shelter. We've already donated over 200 items to them as we speak. Um, This is an organization that's linked with the House of Hope. They work directly with challenged homeless and they house and rehabilitate over 100 individuals each year, probably thousands of uh, individuals each year. Excuse me. I'm also working together with an organization that I just linked up this week, Resurrection Restoration Center for the Homeless. And they work directly with challenged homeless. They rehabilitate over 100 individuals each year and currently they have over 10 Individuals of family. There, the reason they're so important because they take individuals that other people won't take. A lot of people won't take families. They'll take husbands or they'll take wives, but they won't take the entire family. They they do things such as help veterans get bit of disability, uh, excuse me, benefits, and, and they help those who are disabled get disability. They also offer animal therapy, things like that. So I'm excited about working with these two organizations. I'll speak a little later about some of the things that you can donate, but I also want to get into something else that we're going to do. We're going to hold a campaign, uh, a sneaker fundraiser. God put this in my spirit and a a way for us to fund this organization is by donating sneakers, Uh, whether you know it or not. Sneakers are biodegradable. Our landfills are filling up right now. They need to be recycled. Most people throw them into the landfill and they they, uh, cause toxicities into the environment and and into the air. But I I want you guys to uh, join me in an effort of raising as many sneakers as we can. Uh, We're working, Pastor and I are working currently right now on putting a box, a drop box right out here in the parking lot. And you can donate uh, your sneakers, you can donate your shoes, you can donate your clothes. Um, The actual uh, sneakers will go to uh, God Sneakers, an organization that I'm working with. But they also the shoes will go to the two ministries that I spoke of. And if we get large enough, there's another ministry that pays by the pound for shoes, uh, and we can also use that to fund a ministry. Um, another thing that I'm working on that I'm really excited about is our Real Trail 3K run. <clears throat> I know a lot of you guys, you work out, you run your job, you job, you, you go out, but this will be a cause for the homeless where you can go out, you register, and your proceeds will go directly to help those in need. Yeah. This rail trail uh, is pending just because of the pandemic, but the city is excited about us joining board with them to help in the community some of the things that you will be able to donate i'm gonna give you a quick list for those on the internet the the things that we can receive there'll be an actual listing on the donation bins you'll see these donation bins right here at the doors of the church you can donate several items um some of the things that the shelters are in need of right now because of the pandemic they need a lot of sanitation supplies you can imagine how hard it is to keep a shelter clean uh So tissues, paper towels, trash bags, dishwashing detergents, powdered laundry detergents, uh, cleaning supplies, toothpaste, toothbrushes. When you think of homeless, you have to think that they have to carry trial-sized things for the most part. So if you could get trial-sized type items, that would also be beneficial. But there will be a list that you can receive. Um... This will be available for donations through your envelope whenever you're giving. In the other section, you can designate Joseph's Table, and that will go directly to our local missions. And and to those who are giving online, if you want to give online, you can uh, go to Joseph's Table's Charities, and you can give. uh, Click the Shop Now button, and you can give via uh, PayPal, or even our GoFundMe account. I'm excited about this opportunity. Look, God has given me to this, this to me, and I want to end with one scripture that resonated for me my entire life. Matthew 25 and 40. The king will reply, truly I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters to me, you did for me. Look, there's going to be a day that we're going to have to answer to God for what we have done for those who are in need. There are people who are forgotten, but we are blessed and abundantly blessed. The word of God says if you have two coats, you should be able to give one to your brother. Look, I got about 10 coats, 15 pairs of shoes, 10 suits. I, I don't even know. I'm so blessed that... It's starting to overflow in the lives of us. I I barely have room enough to receive. But I know together, in an effort, we can change this community, but I need your help. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Mr. Daniel. Uh, Please use the opportunity again to contact him directly in our services uh, if you'd like to donate. If you're going to donate online, uh, go into our regular giving app and designate in your giving uh, Joseph Stable when you give, and it will go directly to Joseph Stable. In the same way, if you uh, are committed and God's speaking to you about uh, those that are dealing with alcohol and drugs, and you want to uh, designate to Teen Challenge, Teen Challenge, Again, they're going to be here next week. And so everyone, if you've got a young person at home that is going through some stuff, uh, they need to be here. Invite everyone that you think may or may not be dealing with some stress and struggle uh, into that service next week. Because I believe Teen Challenge, with the group coming, will have something that needs every one of us need to know about. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word? It's 1132. Glory be to God. Shake the willies out right there because I'm about to get excited. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father. Lord, as we go into your word, this is a, a now word. This is for now. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord. I thank you for those who are Uh, listening to us, watching us. They need a touch from you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, That's just a pause. Holy Spirit spoke to me about someone on our feed right now uh, that has been, you've noticed there wasn't any pain, but you've noticed suddenly that one Breast is getting way bigger than the other one. Growth somewhere here. You you just started feeling it, but the entire breast is swelling. Uh, We're not going to put a name on it, but God said, I need to bind that right now. Mm. Hallelujah. I am speaking to you demonic and devilish lump. I'm commanding you right now to disappear. Go back from whence you came. In the name of Jesus, not begging you, not trying to just encourage you, I'm commanding you In the name of Jesus, to leave that body, disappear, go back from whence you came. Father, I thank you that almost instantly this young lady is looking at herself. Go, go look in the mirror. Mm -hmm -hmm. Hallelujah. As God is touching you right now, as God is touching you right now, as God is touching you right now. In the name of Jesus, healing is flowing, 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 healing is flowing. in the name of Jesus. Someone else that has been, di- you've had spells of dizziness, sudden dizziness uh, on this side of, of your face, going down into your, your, your chest, Holy Spirit is telling me that there has been a blockage, a plaque blockage in a major artery that has been accumulating. And you should have already died suddenly by heart attack. But God has been keeping you for this moment. So you know, you know. You have been one of those, uh, I want to feel the hole in your hand, Jesus, kind of person. You're a a doubting Thomas kind of an individual. But the good thing is when when you commit, you commit. And so you know who I'm talking to. Right now, put your hand on your neck. You felt that dizziness going and coming. You pick something up, you feel the dizziness. It's because that artery is partially blocked and God is healing you right now. And he's healing you now. He's healing you now. He's healing you now. Not for the plaque to loosen from here and go here or anywhere else. He is arranging it so that the plaque is being passed out. Who mama. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the healing happening in both individuals. Not the healing next week, not the healing next year, we're talking about the healing today. Today, 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 Today. in Jesus' name. It is done, hallelujah, amen. Give God a hand for that. Thank you, Father. Give him a hand, give him a hand. Glory be to God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Get ready, get ready. Those of you who are going to be traveling with me uh, over to uh, Greater Purpose this afternoon. Uh, if you've been following us on Power Up, you know we've been talking about it all week. We're going to bless Elder Pegues. And if you can be there, please contact uh, Miss Angela uh, after service and you're here, you'd like to travel. It's going to start at 4. I don't intend to preach the everlasting gospel, so we'll probably be there for about an hour and a half. And then we will be back uh, on our way, but we will will be there uh, to bless them right in Timmonsville. And uh, if you can, I encourage you to go and support me. I am not a Lone Ranger. I love to have my troops with me. I love to have you guys, my snipers with me, praying and interceding as we minister as a body to another church. Amen. Hallelujah. God's got a word for you today. So we're going to jump right into that word. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. I had something else on the agenda this morning, uh, and about 3 o'clock this morning, God woke me up. After studying all yesterday about what I was going to say, and blah, 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 I just got it all. As you know, I I really put time into uh, finding out the context from which I'm preaching to present good content. Uh, so I, I'm always prepared. But uh, at three o'clock, God woke, woke me up and said, I want you to share on uh, lessons from Jericho. I said, lessons from Jericho? I thought, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not a professor. I'm not a teacher by by, by vocation, but okay. And I woke up and from about 3 until 5, God started downloading stuff, just like that. Bam, 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 bam. Lessons, lessons on Jericho or lessons from Jericho. And uh, when I was done, I came into the office uh, about 8 and just prayed and just soaked it in and just got it in my spirit. I think he was ready for you this morning. So if you can, look with me to Joshua. The book of Joshua, chapter uh, 6, starting from verse 1. Hallelujah. Joshua, chapter 6, verse 1. And if you're taking notes, uh, there is a reminder. uh, I announced last week that on the 2nd of May, we will have our churches re- set and relaunch meeting. Uh, we need to do some more background work. So what we are going to do is move that meeting to the 23rd of May. If you are a member listening to me, you have attended our church, you have been a regular, regular support of our ministry, you need to be at that service. It is our reset and relaunch meeting and it will be about 30 minutes. We're going to lay out what I believe God is saying and directing and leading us into as a church for the future. Uh, It will be very strategic, it will be very direct and it will be very informational. You'll be able to use that as guidelines to pray and to invest in God's work. Uh, So that is May 23rd, that will give us time to have the uh, meeting of the core, well not the core, a a sample of the assembly that will be going into what our our vision needs to be, how we will redefine our uh, core values as a church so that we can move forward knowing exactly what God wants to do in the future. Is that okay? God bless you. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, Joshua chapter 6. Let me lift it up. My eyes are getting better and better every day. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You can agree. Say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Now I'm reading from the New King James Version. First six, uh, seven verses. Now Jericho was securely shut down or shut up. Because the children of Israel, because of the children of Israel, none went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, this is the young man that has taken over from Moses. See, I have given Jericho into your hand. I've given its kings and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city. All you men of war. You shall go all around the city once. This you shall do for six days. One time a day for six days. Verse four. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horn before the ark. So the seven priests with the seven ram's horn trumpets will be in front of the procession. That's how I wanted Seth. But the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times. All your men of war, marching quietly around the city with the Levites and priests in the front with the trump, trumpet of Ram's horn leading the procession, and they're the one who I want making noise during this period. Everybody else quiet. All you do is walk. Do you get that? Specific instruction. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, everybody. People of war, soldiers, priests, Levites walk around seven times on the seventh day. And the priest shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass at that point or in that moment that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people will then give a great shout. Do you get it now? The reason they're going to make a great shout in that moment is because they need to make be a great quiet before that. Then the walls of the city will fall flat and the people shall go up every man straight before him. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said, take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of war of ram's horn before the, the ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, proceed and march around the city and let him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for giving us these moments where we can be encouraged and fired up and create new passion for you through your word. Bless me as I decrease to present your word. Your word is already blessed. So just Spread it like seed in the lives of your people as they listen and let it minister to their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Lessons from Jericho. Lessons from Jericho. I want you uh, to note that there was a specific about, uh, right at the end of verse seven, that uh, the people, and let him who is armed advance before the ark at this point, at, oh, at this point, this at this moment, the seventh day, seven times, at this moment, that's when I want those that are armed. So you lead in worship, and then you fight in worship. Do you see that? The template is to lead in worship, let worship lead, and then at a certain point, let fight come out of worship. Okay, that's just a broad statement. Uh, there's about three things that I would like you to get this morning as we discuss the word. <clears throat> I'm going from my phone because at three o'clock in the morning I, was, I jumped up and as God gave me, I'm just over there just typing it out. So you're getting it fresh off, fresh from the oven. It is important, first of all, that everyone that is listening to me that has just heard what we read, it is important that you understand your walk, and this is all coming from the story of Jericho and Israel's defeat of this walled city, that for you as a believer, your walk is not a walk of stupidity. Your walk is a walk of strategy. Hey, ha ha, oh yeah, that was good, that, that was good there. That, that was, hallelujah, I love that. Look at someone and tell them that you, your walk is not a walk of stupidity. It's a walk of strategy. When God instructed them all they needed to do was walk. Don't try to, to to do any fancy nothing. Don't don't wave a special flag. Don't 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 chant anything. All I want you to do is just walk around your Jericho. When I saw this and it came to me. In, in expanding Revelation, I saw the, the limitless times in my own life where I have not been able to just walk when God tells me to walk. I need to know how far I need to walk. I need to know how long I'm going to deal with this. I need to know, uh, uh, is there anybody else that's going to be involved? I mean, I'm over there questioning God. I know I'm the only one, but I have questioned and questioned. And what if, Lord, and, and who is that? And God says, this isn't your plan, son. This is not your plan. Look at someone and tell them, this is not your plan. This is God's plan. And just because he doesn't tell you to do anything but walk doesn't mean it's stupid. Oh, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody has been told to walk and everybody around you is telling you you are stupid. Family tell you that's stupid. Friends tell you that's stupid. In-laws, outlaws tell you that's stupid. But when you, when you just get your mind right and say, God, it's you and me. I'm shutting every other voice out. And your voice is telling me to just walk. Can I say this to you? that the challenge that I am ushering to you that God has ushered to me is, learn to walk while you wait. Because walking with God is itself victory. See, that's something I've been missing all my life. I've, I want God to say something. I want God, God to do something. I, I want God to, to create something. I want God to make up something. I want, I want God to, to give me a sign. And Taz, many times I have completely missed that just walking is victory hallelujah glory be to God you have got to understand that with God everything is possible with God everything is possible with God anything is possible with God all things are possible with God you can't lose you will win doesn't matter how it looks just walk, just walk, just walk. Go on, go on, go on. Tell them, tell them, sister Cooper. Just walk. Just go ahead. Walk, walk, walk. Just walk, walk. That's all I want you to do. Start walking. Start walking. To be able to just walk, there's something that has to happen in you. And for them, going around Jericho, and for you and I now, it centers around getting your mind right. The reason we are not able to walk quite often when God is saying, just walk, all you got to do, I am your shepherd, I am with you, I will lead you beside still waters. I will, I, will, I will let you lie in green pastures. Just walk. I got you, just walk. Focus on me and just walk. The reason we stop or we don't ever start walking is because we don't have our mind right. Okay. Let, let, let me give some proof. You're listening to me online. This is for somebody out there that has been losing their ability to gain their Jericho. You see your Jericho, just the walls are about to fall and then the walls get strong again. Why? These are some of the practical things to get the walls all the way down and not halfway down, not crack, and stay cracked, but not come down. I want my Jericho down, come on, come on. Is there anyone else that is tired of walking around Jericho and seeing a crack in the wall? Looks like it's gonna come down, looks like it might fall any day now, but all that's been there is a crack in the wall, but no falling of the wall. I'm tired of just seeing a crack in the wall. I wanna do whatever God tells me to do, exactly like he's telling me to do. So my Jericho wall falls down and not just show sign of cracking. Romans 12 and 2. Romans 12 and 2 says, and do not be conformed to this world. What does that mean? But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That when my mind is not renewed, I automatically conform. Woo. Hallelujah, glory be to God. You struggling about why you conforming to, to what your old friends did, what you used to do. You find yourself going back. You find yourself making promises to God and then going back. It's because your mind hasn't been renewed. You're not renewing your mind. And if you don't renew your mind, you're going to continue to conform to what you see. And you will not be transformed and do what he says. Oh, let me say that again. If your mind is not transformed, then you will will conform to what you see and you will not be transformed through what you hear from him. And the transformation happens with the word of God. Renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So there's an establishment that you have to be transformed so that you don't conform. I want you to connect that verse to 2 Corinthians for me. Remember, we're talking about your walk is not a walk of what? Stupidity. It's a walk of strategy. And the part of the strategy of walking as God is talking is that you have his word resonating in your mind. You are renewing this thing. And as this renews, Oh, bless God. Woo! You start to be transformed. You start walking in more faith. You start putting a foot out when everybody else says there's nothing there. And you start trusting God in a way you've never trusted him before. That is what That was the building block on which Israel won the fight against a walled city that they couldn't climb over. Many of us are trying to climb over the wall. We're trying to break down the wall. We're trying to pickaxe the wall. We're trying to wet the wall down. I mean, we're trying to everything in our natural way of doing things. When God's saying, I'm going to transform you, and when your mind is transformed by me, you follow me and you do my strategy, even when it looks like stupidity. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. For the weapons of your warfare are not carnal. They're not physical and fleshly. They're not what you could see and touch. But they are absolutely, completely, most definitely mighty in god for the pulling down of what what was jericho what was jericho what was jericho a stronghold and here we have a verse that says i need to be transformed in my mind and don't conform to what i see because the weapons that I'm fighting with are not physical, are not carnal, but they are absolutely mighty to the pulling down of Jericho. Ooh, hallelujah, glory be to God. I see my Jericho coming down. Hallelujah, go ahead and Sarte. I see Jericho coming down. I see Jericho coming down because I'm not gonna be conforming. I've, I'm out of conform, I'm done conforming. I'm not conforming to what the world says. I'm not conforming to politics. I'm not conforming to my best friend. I'm not conforming to what my family used to do. I'm not conforming, I will be transformed. By the renewing of my mind. Oh, 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 bless God. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Understand your walk is not stupidity. It's strategy. And if I could only get that in my head, that when God tells me to walk, if I just put one foot in front of the other, if I just be quiet, just be quiet. He's telling this, he doesn't want this flapping. We're gonna come back to to the mouth part in a minute. Number two, understand Your weight is not an action, it's an attitude. Your walk is not stupidity, it's strategy. Your weight is not action, it's attitude. God tells them to start walking. But in the physical, it looks like he's telling them to walk a certain way and that's the most important thing he said I want you all to walk and then while you before you start walking on the first day you include the priests the Levites the ones who will blow the trumpet and the persons carrying the ark right so if you're in your normal mind, your, your carnal mind, all you hear are the physical instruction. But I want you to notice something. He told them, I want you walking, and I want you walking quietly. And while you're walking quietly, the priests are gonna make noise. You know what I am, here to ta- I am here to challenge this morning? Wake up the priest in you. There is somebody who God is talking to right now that is telling you to keep your physical mouth shut and just start, walk, come on, stirring up the priest inside of you. The priest that worships, the priest that gives God glory, the priest that says hallelujah anyhow, the priest that says I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall, oh, so make her boast in you, Lord, the humble shall hear about this and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us, come on, let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and took my Jericho down. But it wasn't because I was a Pharisee. It wasn't because everybody saw me walking around saying, hallelujah, God's delivering me. Oh, bless God. He will supply all my needs. No, 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 no. It was because you were, you were quietly going about your everyday life while your spirit man was jumping around, worshiping God, creating havoc in the spirit, tearing stuff down, kicking down doors while you just look like nothing going on, like a duck sitting on a pond, just floating right along. And when you look underneath, they got left feet going. Oh, hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you're so good. I bless your name. Hallelujah. How you doing? glory be to God. I'm walking in Walmart and the Holy Spirit is on me and my little duck feet are in the spirit and I'm saying Lord where show me the one, show me the one Lord hallelujah, where do I make contact, where does my spirit Lord, download your spirit into someone else I meet at Walmart, into someone else I walk past in the grocery store and then I see them they look at me and they smile and I say How you doing? (sighs) Glory be to God. Oh, oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lessons from Jericho. You got to learn to walk. When God says walk and just be quiet, you don't have to say anything, just do something. You don't have to say anything, just do something. And then when you do that, then you got to be quiet, but you're also praying. You've got to be quiet, but you're also worshiping. You've got to be quiet, but the priest inside of you is bowing down and saying, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. who heal my diseases. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Be silent in worship. It sounds like an oxymoron, but you understand now what I'm telling you. Keep the physical mouth shut and let the spirit, the transformed part of you go into action. Be silent and worship. There were quiet as the Levites led them with worship. Find the Levite or find the priest in you. The last point. Thank you, Jesus. Understand your hearing is the final hurdle before your hallelujah. Your hearing is the final hurdle before your hallelujah. How many of you Have heard from God but and you know he was talking but your timing was all wrong (laughs) oh boy does that mess frustrate me when God I know God said to do this I know God is leading me to do this I know God wants me to do this but that's all I got I forgot that even when God is speaking to me, Sister Wendy, or even when God is speaking to me, Brother Taylor, I still got to understand what he's saying. And the only way to understand is to hear and be committed to obey, right? If I'm I'm listening with a a spirit of obedience, then I know whatever happens, I got to hear. Because if I don't hear, I will not be able to obey. So so it's not about hearing, it's really about obeying. Your hearing is the final hurdle before your hallelujah. Where did I pull that from? Everything I'm saying to you this morning, online, this is touching you, put fire emojis there, because God is touching somebody there, somebody there. Ah, 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 ah. you can hear many things, but your Jericho will not come down until you hear and follow God's direction. You can hear or be hearing many things, but Jericho will not come down until you hear and follow God's direction. In our, in our, our text, Right there at verse seven, I believe. It says, I read from verse five, from verse six. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, take up the ark. Uh, no, go back to verse five, sorry. And it, came to, and it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn and when you what? Hear, hear. hear the sound of the trumpet when you hear the sound of the trumpet, when you hear what God is saying with all intentions to obey, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Are you supposed to shout on the sixth go around? Is he telling them to shout at the beginning of the seventh? What about the fifth time on the the seventh day? What about the, the second time on the seventh day? Uh-uh. He says, you want to go around seven, six, six days quietly with the priest and high priest blowing and giving me that sound, my sound, my kind of voice. The priest in you is what is the person that worships. But he said on the seventh day, You go around that seven times, and on the seventh go around, you got to hear the instructions You and I have got to commit to hearing God's voice. That is why we have been encouraging and begging and imploring everyone in our church. If you have not activated the spirit of discernment in your life before, it has not been a big thing to be able to discern. You let the evangelist discern. Let the pastor discern. And you've connected that with with discerning or feeling out whether there are demonic spirits in the atmosphere or in the region or in the area or on a person. That is not the only reason why God wants you and I to function in our daily lives with the spirit of discernment. The spirit of discernment causes you to hear and know that I am God. The spirit of discernment Causes you to hear and know that ain't God. I know it's coming from a preacher. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I know it's coming from the deacon on the deacon board. I know it's coming from the head usher. But I know when God is talking to me. I discern when my father is opening his mouth to me. And it don't matter who's speaking. It don't matter which preacher, which deacon, which best friend, which Christian who's been safe for, for, for donkey years is addressing me. If I don't deserve the spirit of God, then I ain't going to listen to you. Why? Why? Why, why, why? why? why do I have to make it this, this, this much, Jordan? Because this is the last hurdle before my Jericho come down. I don't want to get to the last place, Miss Judy. I don't want to get to the last thing God's telling me to do and then mess up. I don't want to get to the final thing that I need to do before God breaks loose blessings. let favor flush on me. Let his anointing pour down and wash me over and then miss half the instruction. Lord Jesus. I remember it happening to me several times, especially as a young preacher coming up, where God would say, I want you to pray and minister to that person. But I don't want you to say anything. Just, just pray and just pray in the spirit over them, just pray in the spirit over them. And boy, did I have a struggle with that. How am I gonna, how am I gonna minister to them if I ain't saying nothing? What are they getting if I don't tell them something? How are they going to know what to do if I don't tell them what you tell me to tell them? And God would say to me, after slapping me around a couple of times, you need to learn to be quiet because I can't talk and you talk at the same time. Is there anyone that, always, that that their mama said that to them before? When I'm talking, don't you don't you don't don't you be raising your voice same level as me? Don't be trying to talk when I'm talking. I'm the authority here. I'm the authority in this house. When I start talking, wherever you were, you stop. I don't know about you, but that's what my mama used to say. That's what my dad required. It was a sign of respect and honor. It was an acknowledgement that it don't matter how good my idea is, Brother Frank, it will never be better than my mama and dad when I was six years old. And so, quick recap for everyone that is listening to me this morning. We're closing right here. Lessons from Jericho. Lessons from Jericho. Your walk is not a walk of stupidity. It's a walk of strategy. God is strategizing in your life. You need to know that so you can tell it to the devil when he comes trying to mess your mind up. Number two, number two, uh, understand your your weight is not an action. It's an uh, attitude. This is how I do God's business. I don't need to, I don't need to focus on the action. It's how I'm doing what God is telling me to do. And number three is understand your hearing is the final hurdle before your hallelujah. Everybody wants to get to hallelujah. Nobody wants to hear properly. Everyone wants to go to heaven Nobody wants to die. Something in you has got to die. Something in you has got to die. Something in me has got to die. It doesn't matter if you live to be 110, there's still more in there that's got to die so God can operate in you. Would you close your eyes? Bow your heads with me. Lord, we come before you this morning ah, acknowledging your greatness acknowledging your greatness acknowledging your greatness acknowledging your greatness Father, thank you for giving us this example that we could look at Jericho look at how your people interacted with this test and we could learn something from it Help me with my walk. Come on, tell him, God. Tell God this morning. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, can we all stand? Thank you, Jesus. Can you all stand with me? You're at home. You're looking. You're listening. Would you ask God, Lord, help me with my walk? You don't have to tell me a whole paragraph so that I walk. You just have to tell me the step to take. And I'm going to make that one step in front of the other. Help me with my walk. Help me with my walk. Second, help me with my weight. Help me with my weight. Help me with my weight. My weight is not an action. My weight is an attitude. Help me with my weight. Hallelujah. And help me with my hearing, Lord. Help me with my hearing. Activate the spirit of discernment in me so that I I hear right. I hear right, Lord. I hear right, I hear right, I hear right. Faith comes by hearing, hearing of the word of God. Help me to hear what you're saying. I don't just want to be a listener. Oh, he was sitting there listening. But were you hearing? Were you hearing? Help me to hear you, God. Help me to hear you. Oh revive us huh yeah would you sing that with me as we close Hallelujah yeah the glory hallelujah, hallelujah. <coughs> amen
0: hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: The glory. just that just that would you sing it? Loudly, Hallelujah! thy the glory, Hallelujah! Amen. father as we leave this building that's exactly what we're doing we're leaving a building but we're not leaving the atmosphere of your glory we're not leaving the presence of your anointing we're not leaving the sanctuary of praise we're taking it with us let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight oh God be called righteous in your sight be recognized as good works in your sight watch over and keep us bring us back for Bible study on Wednesday challenge us Keep us stirred up in our daily devotions on power up and make yourself greater in us than it has been in the past. In Jesus' name we pray all of these things. Amen. 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 Give God a hand. Give God a hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God without taking a hand things are getting better and better you got your mask on there's no reason why you couldn't say hi in close quarters god is your refuge and
2: strength god bless you giving is one of our greatest tools in worship would you give with us on today in your worship you can give online at the navigate to the top right corner if you're on a desktop click the give now button If you're on a mobile device, tablet, smartphone, click the three horizontal lines in the top right corner of the screen and click the Give Now button. Both of those Give Now buttons will take you to our online giving platform. You can also text to give by texting the number 77977 that says SC Assembly Give, and that's all one word. You'll receive step-by-step instructions on how to give via text. Lastly, you can give by mailing in check or money order, to The Assembly at 2925 West Palmetto Street, Florence, South Carolina, 29501. Help us to advance the kingdom of God all around the world.